Welcome to Southern Flair, the show that talks about the highs and lows of female entrepreneur, mother, and wife. I'm your host, Crystal Geis, and I'm thrilled to have you join me today with one of my closest friends and business partners, Amanda Walton. Hey, thanks for joining today. I'm here with Amanda Walton, my business partner and good friend. Amanda is actually my business partner with the Lift Bar Med Spa um, here in Nicholasville, Kentucky, um, in the Brandon Crossing Shopping Center. And we are going to discuss how this business idea occurred, how it has evolved over the last um, almost three years now. And um, so, Amanda, let me just let you talk a little bit about yourself and your background and just Tell us a little bit about who you are, where you went to school. Okay. Hi, I'm Amanda Walton. I'm originally from Lexington, Kentucky, and I am a cosmetologist. I also went to UK and have a marketing degree, which kind of all factors into my salon that I opened in 2016 as a booth rental salon. And I, that is where I met Crystal. So tell me, how did you, like, what made you decide to go from, what's your degree at UK again? Business marketing. marketing. Okay. And so what made you decide to go from having a degree in that back to cosmetology? Like, what got you there? Um, Well, my parents, I always wanted to go to cosmetology school. My parents wouldn't let me. They made me get a degree. Yeah. um, Before, which I'm actually thankful for now. And when I got out of UK, I went into marketing and I did sales for an AT&T store and opened a couple AT&T stores, which is funny because Crystal did that too. I know. It's so funny. And this is our second time recording this podcast because for whatever reason, the first time I absolutely did not save it right. Um, and it's, it's wild that when I was 19 years old, instead of going back to school, the first thing that I did was uh, talk my dad into a Nextel dealership, which led to an AT&T store. And it's just so funny how our paths have crossed so many times. Yes, it is. It really small room. Yeah. So I did that and a little bit and worked um, all over doing that. Then I went to work for Red Bull and I did that for two and a half years or so. And then I went to Pepsi. But in between those, Red Bull laid us all off. It was right at the start of the first economic kind of crisis, and everybody quit drinking premium drinks. Mm-hmm. So Red Bull laid off all their sales reps, or it really wasn't Red Bull. I worked for a distributor for Red Bull. But so when I did that, the salon that I went to had a girl that was coming in from Minnesota or somewhere doing eyelash extensions, and she had become allergic, and so she couldn't do it anymore. Well, they asked me if I wanted to do it and so I was like well sure why not so I did it and I did it in the salon for like a couple months and then state board kicked me out so what year was that but that was in 2000 hold on let's see 2000 seven or 2008 i'm pretty sure you're one of the longest people in the lexington area that does that has done lashes because i don't even know that i knew that was a thing then that you could even do like i just realized that in probably uh 2018 or 19 Mm -hmm. yeah nobody knew you would tell them what you did and they'd be like what what is that yeah and in fact that goes into something we talked about last time was that my one of my best friends growing up her husband told me that eyelashes that it wasn't a job and he wanted me to go be a teacher and you know although I appreciate his concern it made me mad and so real mad just gave you more fire it did gave me a lot of fire so actually I should thank him um for doing that because I was like nope you know what 
we're not, nope, I'm going to do better than you. And so that's what I did. And I set my goal to be the best that there was. And there were only three of us in town that did them at one time. How many people have you trained underneath you now to do lashes? Because I know at Bliss, you have how many rooms there too? We have nine rooms there, but three other people do lashes. So... I trained them, and then probably just over the years, uh, there's a definite two more. I had to train the girl that did my people while I was off on maternity leave, and she still does lashes. And then, so, I mean, probably about 10, 15, somewhere in there, maybe not a ton, but I also know, you know. I don't like to give my secrets away. Yeah, I don't blame <laughs> you there. I don't blame you there. So I went to work for Pepsi. When they kicked me out of the salon and said I couldn't do it without a cosmetology license, I decided I was going to go to nursing school. Well, then I did that for two weeks, and I hated it. I tried that, too. Did you have taken yet when you tried to go to nursing school? Uh, no, okay. Not yet. okay, not yet. But still, my grandma had this, like, episode, and I was like, yep, nope, can't do that. I'm out. So I quit that. And that's when I got the job at Pepsi, and I worked there for another two and a half years, and I did that out of um i did lashes out of my house at that point okay because they wouldn't let me do them in the salon and so i did them out of my dining room and i did that for a long time um probably honestly about four or five years because it was the time i worked at pepsi and the time i was at cosmetology school but anyway so i went to work at pepsi and i had a horrible boss and this goes into our Mutual hate for corporate America. Yeah. So I was told I got a horrible, I had a wonderful boss at the beginning and then they got rid of him and got this other guy that was friends with the VP and he was horrible. And I turned him in for a couple things, which I normally would never do, but it was really, really bad. Yeah. And then they just treated me like crap. And I was told to keep my head down and my mouth shut if I wanted to keep my job. And I, so, I experienced racism. What? Oh, yeah. I had um, an African-American boss who absolutely hated me for the color of my skin, I believe. That is insane. Yeah. Insane. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. World. yeah. Corporate America sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I hated the drive was the worst part for me. So I literally would be, I could be two hours away, top leading in sales for the company. And um, they would tell me that I would have to drive all the way back downtown Lexington um, an hour there and an hour back to my house just to check in every day oh um, because they wanted to handhold and what is the word for that? Um um, uh, they want to watch over your shoulder, basically. Yes, um, I can't think of it right now, but that's just who I am. Horrible <laughs> <laughs> words. Okay, well, I just think it is wild how we met, and then all the things in our background that we have that um, that is alike. So ultimately, I know we already talked about this, so I feel like I know it now. But um, just tell our audience a little bit about you as well. So I can remember crying in my car, headed to work, and just dropping my kids off at seven o'clock in the morning, um, crying, having to be at a job at eight o'clock and, um, just to check in there when all I did was sales anyways, that weren't internal, like weren't in there. I had to get on the road and, um, and crying and just going, I never see my kids. I'm so exhausted by the time that I get home, I was working around the clock because when you're in sales, like people are calling and you're answering it. When you have that mindset, like you're answering the phone all the time, even when you're at home, I couldn't cook dinner without clients calling me. And um, it was just, it it broke my heart. I feel like I never saw my kids and it broke my heart. I would cry every single day. And then finally I had um, an actual client who um, owned a demolition company and he said, why don't you do this on your own? Why are you working for them? And I'm like, 
I don't know. Like, good question. Why am I? Um, And then I thought, you know, security, I was making six figures a year. Like, was it worth walking away from that? It was pretty scary. Um, So um, I explained all that to him. I talked to him a few more times about it. And he said, well, if you start a company, I will support you. I'll give you money. I'll back you. And um, it was, there was never fear in my soul at that point when he said that. And when my husband and I just just built our first home. Our um, we were stretched extremely thin. Like we bought the property, didn't even know if we could afford the house. Went way over on the house. You know, he had just gotten into sales himself. Um, it was very scary. And I went to him and I said, "These people want to back me. I want to start my own marketing company." Um, I got Google certified and everything on my own. I just kept taking courses and courses and learning and digging. And um, and my background, of course, in websites goes all the way back to the two thousand. Um, working for my dad, everything just happened like it was kind of supposed to. And um, my husband, Nate, he believed in me and he was just like, as long as you can pay your part of the bills, do whatever in life you want. And I was like, okay. So I um, I put in my two-week notice um, in December and immediately started my company and um, never lost a cent. And it, it has been an absolute dream. And that, that's when I started my marketing company. So tell me a little bit about that point when you solely went on your own into, um, I guess that would have been... And when you moved into Bliss, right? Right. Well, actually, when I quit Pepsi, I still had to be in my house because I couldn't go into, into well, that was small indulgences at the time. So that was back in like 2012. No, I graduated from cosmetology school then. So it was in 2000, I don't know, 10 or 11. I had a boyfriend. I should probably thank him too. He took care of me during that time. <laughs> um, and so, well, I remember I cried every single day. Same yeah. thing. I worked from 6 a.m. till whenever I went to sleep. So, I mean, it didn't matter. On vacation, answered emails, all the things. And so then. I think there's something to be said about ADHD people because I'm ADHD. I know you're ADHD. Yeah, totally. And like, we just work ourselves to death anyway. It's like, we never stop. <laughs> no. And I was in, I was in Vegas and I remember checking my emails and I was like, I was like, and it was after all that had happened and I turned them and they were already being mean to me. And I was like, you know what? I started checking into cosmetology school and it was the scariest thing I ever did. Yeah. But I didn't have kids yet. And my dad at the time was still alive. He was starting his journey of dementia, but he was still semi there enough to where he could be like, I'm going to help you. So I decided, I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go back. I was 33, I think at the time or 32. And I thought, you know what? This is going to be my last chance to do something crazy and I'm going to do it. So it was scary. It was really, really scary. Um, but I quit my job at Pepsi, which I do want to note that 12 years later, he was fired for sexual harassment. Oh, wow. Walked out. So 12 years later, they let this man do this to women for 12 years. And I was scared to death to turn him in. Everyone was scared to death to get fired. And so... I guess and if you all know Amanda, Amanda just has the personality that's so sweet and so sincere. And she's not really ever going to say anything. And yeah. she's just going to kind of like try to handle and take it and I just do. be cool and cool 
intellect. And so me, on the other hand, my personality <laughs> is a little bit of a firecracker. And I would have been like, oh, hell no. You uh-huh. are going to get fired. And I'm going to be yeah. sure of it right now. I need crystal. So that took, that, for sure. that took a lot of courage <laughs> for you, I know, to do that. It really did. It was so, it was oh, so scary. And then to just be turned away like you're just nothing. So I just want to say to the woman who could be in this situation which now they have that whole me too movement and all that yeah but like things are even people fun. like me that are scared to death or don't want confrontation don't be too afraid to turn somebody in because i let that guy do that i feel like i let him do that too for 12 years because i didn't do anything no. but i was scared i'm like exactly like you said i don't i don't like to cause conflict and i don't like to have know. drama yeah so i'm just like oh my gosh so when i went to cosmetology school i was like one of the oldest ones there i think there's like two other people that were older than me and but of course i already had the lashes so it wasn't as scary for me as it was for some of them yeah because I knew I could support myself. And so when I graduated from cosmetology school, I moved into small indulgences and I was there for a few years. I decided I wanted to do permanent makeup. And to do that, you have to have a whole different setup. So my dad had actually just died. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something that's going to be for him. So I went to permanent makeup school. And how old were you when your dad passed? I was. You'd have been in your 30s. Yeah. You'd have been in 30s. Okay. Yeah. I was 23 when my mom passed. So I was just like, do we have that in common? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, no, he, I was in my 30s, but I, I was probably like maybe 38 or so, maybe. But he, my dad was always super business oriented before he kind of lost his mind. And he taught me a whole lot about yeah. business and things like that. But if they hadn't sent me to school to get my marketing degree, I don't know that I would be where I am today. So I'm thankful mm-hmm. for that too, even though I hated every second of it. Yeah. And I was like, what am I going to do with this? But I wanted to be, where did you ever want to be a dental hygienist? Mm-hmm. Because I worked in the dental industry too. Yeah. Like, we have so much in common. It's like, you never know. I, at one point when I was little, I always used to say that I was going to be a business owner, a business owner and at one point I said I was going to do hair makeup and go to cosmetology school and then as I got older that wasn't important to me I thought about nursing school my mom got sick and I realized that was not for me at all Um, and plus I had two kids when I went back to school and so I had to work full-time and support them there was no way I could have done clinicals I didn't have that financial support yeah no definitely not which you know I didn't have kids and I was scared to death I cannot imagine if I did have kids Mm-hmm. to try to make that leap of faith. But that goes into some of the things that you always say, which is just like, trust your gut and mm-hmm. go Manifest with it. the idea. But so I'll- Crystal has the balls and I am the sweet one. So I'm like, here, Crystal, what do we do about this? And she does it because she, she doesn't care. Yeah. And I'm glad because I do and I need somebody that... But you listen to my crazy ideas and talk me down too. And I need that. And so I think we feed off each other in that way. And I think that works well for us. A hundred percent. Definitely. And the other thing Crystal didn't mention on this one, but she did on the last one was she actually had my mom in school. Yeah. Yeah. That's another coincidence. So when I was in school, I was never treated for ADHD. I should have been, I would have been a much better student, but I was a CD student in high school. Um, Didn't get introduced to ADHD and being on Adderall until I was in college. And if it wasn't for that, I never would have made it through college mm-hmm. and working. Um, <coughs> crazy time in my life. But um, yeah, the only teacher my entire life, two teachers actually, I ever remember was my first grade teacher. And I think that's because it was before my parents divorced. And it was a good experience because mm-hmm. my parents weren't going crazy in life. Yep. And then the 
other teacher that I remember is um, your mom, and she helped me make a Barbie cake. She was my homemade <laughs> teacher when I moved to Woodford County, and those are the only two teachers I ever remember in life. And I think that's so crazy because I'm pretty good at remembering people. Yeah. But I think that my teachers just saw me as being probably a bad kid and didn't put anything into me, and so I didn't feel the need to remember them. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Then for a good reason. Yeah. And but my mom actually remembers that cake. I said that to them last yeah. time, which is crazy because she remembers nothing. Yeah. So she to remember that actual cake is so funny. It that, is. Yeah. So that was just another strange coincidence that we had that we found on the last yeah. podcast. I think sometimes there's there's definitely seasons in your life when people are meant to be in your life for a season, but then there's also like reason people are in your life. And 100%. I feel like, um, so even with my marriage with Nate, like we knew all of these same people. There was so many situations, I guess is the word, <laughs> that we could have ran into each other. We lived around the corner from each other when we were little at one point. He grew up with a guy who was like, my parents best friends nephew it's like just all these little weird things and I feel that same connection and that thing about you like we were kind of like always kind of there but then we didn't know each other yeah I guess I'll get into how we actually met um and how the lift bar kind of all evolved Amanda did like does lashes still for my sister-in-law's cousin and I can remember going to their hog roast and being like oh my god your lashes are so pretty like what do you do and after probably a year of telling her that every time I saw her um, she was following like you should go see this girl Amanda she's awesome da, da, da. so I texted her immediately made an appointment and didn't even have a clue how much it cost like I just went and did it and um, love my lashes unfortunately I cannot have them now because the glue irritates me so bad and makes me sad because there's nothing like getting up ladies and going out the door and not having to have no makeup but feeling like you have makeup just because your eyelashes are on like it's amazing and I'm sad I don't have that now but um so laying on the table of if you get your hair done if you Mm -hmm. get facials anything like that that you do it becomes a therapy session I believe um and this is why all women need to be getting their therapy in Mm -hmm. um and when you have somebody that you just feel comfortable with you're laying there getting your lashes done like you just start talking about what's going on in your life and I mean sometimes you're there for an hour and a half or two hours depending on uh, where how your lashes lasted or how bad you picked them off (laughs) and so with Amanda I just started telling her about this idea that I had had for like a year actually I think it uh, started in like 2018 I started thinking about there should I wanted to go to a med spa but I just would look them up and was not comfortable going to any of them or the ones that I thought I would go to were like downtown Lexington and it was just an industry I didn't know anything about and um and so I thought there was a location and my marketing brain just said there needs to be one in Brandon Crossing like there's nothing here it's between a great household incomes like there's no reason there's not one and so I brought it to my husband and told him and he was like let's do it. What What's involved? So I started researching, figuring all out. Um, and then he thought he had a couple of investors um, that, and we were moving forward with the idea. And unfortunately, they didn't work out. So I told Amanda about all of this and she was super excited because she knew all about fillers and all about mm-hmm. aesthetics. 
And she was like, if you want me to, if you give me a small percentage, I'll help you get it open. I'll help you understand it all. And um, so I was like, really? Okay, that would be great to have somebody that understands this industry. So um, we decided to move forward. And then as we were moving forward, those investors fell through. So then Amanda found some other investors. Um, and then, you know, so now we're two and a half years in uh, with the mm-hmm. lift bar and could not be more excited excited about this business. Um, and it has had its ups ups and downs Mm -hmm. now um it's amanda and i um in the beginning there were other partners and unfortunately when you go into business with partners um sometimes there's just different personalities that don't work out and unfortunately we had that happen um but um, we're in a great position now. I think things that I have learned along this journey is that anytime you open a business, yes, you can get the business in the first or second year paying for itself and paying a salary to the people who are working in it. And if you're, if it's your business and you work in it, then you can get a salary out of it too. If it's not your business and you don't work in it, you're not going to have a, you're not going to be able to pull that salary out right away. Um, but with that being said, I projected some higher numbers than I probably should have. But, um, you know, we opened this right out of COVID. And yeah. like, <laughs> it was a wild ride. It's crazy. Um, the first year we, you know, went through some employees. We had employee situations. We had people stealing from us. I mean, we, uh, you know, we really had some highs and some lows. Um, but I will tell you now, like our staff is absolutely phenomenal. Like Amanda and I are finally in a position that we're working on our business, not in our business. And we're, we don't have the drama fear calls every night. (laughs) Everything we say is like the wrong thing and employees don't want to do it. And, um, that was, what do you say? It was horrible. It was horrible for a while. Yeah. I, I would say that if you're going to open something and you're looking to hire employees, first of all, have a business partner that like Crystal that can read people. But second of all, because um, I like to trust, I'm like too trusting and I'm too forgiving sometimes. And I need someone to be like, Amanda, you're an idiot. So, but the thing about it is, is negativity breeds negativity. So we had some super negative negativity going on and everybody we would bring in that ne- negativity would bring down the new people. And so it was almost like, Oh my gosh, like, what are we doing? But we had a really great esthetician that we had brought on that she, um, she kind of she helped us remain positive. I think she had some negative times too, but yeah. she ultimately she dealt with some shit. Let's yes. be honest. And Crystal dealt with a lot too, and I was kind of more the sounding bark as I sucked at um, confrontation. But I would gladly sit there with her. So um, and it's nice to have a partner that has your back because if you're part, it's just like a relationship. Like it, it really is. 100%. Like if we went behind each other's backs and we're having conversations and not involving people, that doesn't work in a partnership. Mm-hmm. A partnership is just like a relationship. Like you have to have trust and you have to be able to have hard conversations because hard conversations lead you to a positive outcome. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you can't talk about things and hold it in, um, just like any relationship, it's just not 
not going to work. And so you've got to find people that you're comfortable with. I experienced this in my website marketing company as well. I'm the only owner in it now. I have a, I have finally made it to a point that I bought all partners and investors out um, at the at the end. But it, it took me you know six years to or yeah six years to do that. Um, and it was just and they were great people. All these people that we've been around are all great people. But sometimes you just don't jive with people and um, and you they really the same vision as you. Yeah, and you have to have that same vision in your company. You have to have um, the correct involvement in the right places. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all of those things are so important. And, you know, I'm a huge believer in you can manifest anything. Like, I mean, um, if you want something in life and you set a goal for it and then you start taking baby steps towards it and you're going to hit some roadblocks, um, but you cannot let those roadblocks deter you or stop you in, in reaching that goal and anything you want. I don't care if you are in section eight right now and you are a single mother and you're living on food stamps. I promise you that if you will turn your mindset around and have a positive belief and truly believe in whatever your goal is, I think you can manifest whatever you want out of life. I think you can absolutely become a millionaire if you want to become a millionaire. You just have to tell yourself you're going to become a millionaire and you have to start taking steps to being a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Is that going to happen overnight? No. Does it for some people? Yeah. They get real lucky. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't ever gotten that lucky, no, but, um, <laughs> but I, I do believe that like, whatever you like whatever the power is in this world that allows that to happen god i guess is like if you truly take steps towards something and you don't take no for an answer and yes there's going to be roadblocks like that always happens but you have to learn how to go around or work People over those are always going to tell you negativity they're always going to be like don't do it like for me it was mm-hmm. it's not an actual business or it's not yeah. an actual career. I've had family tell me, don't go back to school. I've had people tell me, don't buy real estate. Like, yeah. you can't do that. You're so you a girl. you just can't listen to them. Yeah. You have to block them out and then prove them wrong. Yeah. Believe in yourself and use those people, your haters, as the people, as your motivators, you yes. know? Use those people to prove them wrong and you don't ever have to tell them. They'll see it for themselves. Um, but I think that's like all, putting all of that stuff together has been like detrimental for the success that we're now going into in the mm-hmm. season and seeing. 100%. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You remember all those long text oh, messages God. about a promotion we were going to have? <laughs> like, and then I would be afraid to tell Crystal something, even though I knew I needed to tell her. And luckily she said, Amanda, you have to tell me. You can't not. Like, there was one person she thought about hiring, and I was thinking in my head, oh, God, please don't do it. Please, please, please don't do it. But I didn't want to say anything. And then so she didn't do it. And I was like, thank God, because I didn't want you to do it. She's like, why didn't you say anything? And I was like, because I didn't want to cause yeah. conflicts. But you have to have somebody you can talk to. Yeah. Um, even if they're not in your business, too, to kind of try to help you see things sometimes mm-hmm. that you know yeah you can mentor and feed off of each other in a partnership i do believe i agree completely all right well if you all have any questions um about anything else that we do with the lift bar or just more questions about how we started it um, feel free to jump in on our facebook group and you can ask those there so my vision behind the lift bar was to create a place 
that all women, no matter what they look like, could go into and feel gorgeous in their own skin. And so it didn't matter if if they came in in sweatpants and no makeup and they still would feel comfortable. And I wanted to have employees that made all of those people feel welcome. And I wanted to educate people on what filler is versus toxin and what sculpture does and all of these different products out there that legitimately it takes six months of hearing all this terminology to oh, even understand yeah. <laughs> what 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 does what like when we started this I didn't even know what fillers Juvederm offered <laughs> like was Juvederm even a filler was it a, yeah. I, I was so confused I knew what Botox was because they branded themselves so well yeah. but everything else like I went into this absolutely blind and depended on my staff and Amanda and people to educate me and of course I would get online and read and research and but it took me a good six months to understand it all too like I would say yes. things even on marketing sometimes that you know thank God for Chelsea she'd be like eh, get that down I'm like, oh God, oh God. But so, so yeah, so my vision there was just to have a place where people felt welcome and educated. And I will tell you that we, we have a small client base right now that has actually stopped me in the parking lot before and cried in tears um, to how we have made this girl and her friends feel that had past addiction um, problems to drugs and they had lost a lot of volume in their face and just they didn't feel confident or good about themselves they had beat themselves up for their um for their past drug problems and you know they were sober and had been sober for a while now and they had turned to aesthetics and um and filler and followed people from place to place that they felt comfortable with finally found us and said we're never leaving here again like everybody you have here makes us feel welcome um and we feel normal again in life um because of the products you've been able to give us and and bring us um, our faces back, basically. And so that, to me, speaks volumes about our staff and where we're at right now and the way that we have been able to make these women feel comfortable to walk in our door and ask questions and not feel stupid because it it's a lot. Like, it is a lot to take in and to understand what's right for you. Um, so, you know, so that that was my that was my vision behind it all. I never had Botox or anything until I started this yeah. business. Like she wanted to start it and never even had had Botox not once. I'm like, girl, I've been doing that since I was 28. What are you doing? <laughs> and then I was like, and you need this in your cheeks. And everybody went against me. And she finally got it. And yeah. she got Juvederm. And it is amazing. Yes. Although we love both of our partners places katie and sasha yes we and do the business so, both brands we love them both so let's talk a little bit about filler toxin and what we use what we have in our face mm-hmm. um because a lot of people have this stigma of i don't want to look like a barbie doll i don't want to look fake i don't want these lips that don't look proportional on my face but you have to know that so five syringes is actually equal to a packet of ketchup okay so i have i think eight or nine syringes in my face and i probably have 15 yeah and but you look very natural I do 100% believe that I look natural but I have a lot of like sinking in spots my cheeks I've never had uh, cheek structure just because I have a super full face and so what we've really discovered is that we love Juvederm products for um, structure and for if bone kind of yes if you're looking for that that thicker heavier um, 
filler that's going to hold your skin up a little better than I 100% am a Juvederm fan. Um, now for my toxin, I've always been super impressed with Discord. I think it lasts a little longer, works a little quicker, spreads a little better for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just personal preference. Between the brands, um, so you've got for your toxin, which is your wrinkles and fine lines, you've got um, your um, Botox and Discord are the only brands that we support. Yes. Um, we, we've tried lots of others, but we've narrowed it down to that's all we support. And then um, for your fillers, you've got Juvederm, which has several different brand names under that. That, that do different areas and then the same thing for Restylane mm-hmm. and so I love Restylane too but I like Restylane for um, more of the um, the actual filling yeah. part so if there's an area like that I'm that I've lost a lot of volume then that's the that's what I like the Restylane for and mm-hmm. I have both Restylane and Juvederm but for my cheeks and my jawline like mm-hmm. Juvederm is where it's at for me mm-hmm. and and again it's like Coke and Pepsi everybody has their own preferences on what they like the most but and we love them both yeah but amanda is uh she's a juvederm fan too and her cheeks and her chin mm-hmm. and i always loved her cheeks and chin i'm like how do you get all that structure and she <laughs> told me forever you gotta use juvederm you gotta use juvederm so when i finally used juvederm i fell in love yeah it's it's for building structure because my face had fallen too and i had a lot of volume loss in it which is you know and i say i have that many syringes but you know, it's like we tried a lot of different products that didn't work too. Mm-hmm. So in in this whole journey, yeah. Um, but what do you think? About- you can look us up and see that we actually do look natural. We don't yeah. look fake. Yeah. Um, and you can actually see our progress somewhere on there yeah. where we, we were we and where we are now. But you all wouldn't even believe where I was when I, when I first started the process of fillers and all that. But it, you know, if you're questioning it, you should do it because yeah. it is life changing. You know, it's just, I have people say, I think you're prettier now than you used to be. And I'm like, because I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm aging backwards. Duh. I'm like, I'm trying to look better, people. Not I know. Worse. I can't, like, when I look back at my pictures and I see my cheeks were starting to sag down below my jaws. Mm-hmm. Like, and my jaws, I have a big face anyways. And so, for me, like, that's, that was, that's, a, that's a big deal. Yeah. So, we do lots and lots of uh, different aesthetics. We do facials there as well. Chemical pills we have um hydrofacial machine we have a laser machine that was a huge investment love our laser machine it um, actually goes down to the dermis layer of your skin it doesn't burn or hurt doesn't peel your skin off good to say Um, a lot of people are scared of chemical pills too they think oh that means my whole face is going to be on fire and completely flake off off. and that's not necessarily true either Um, and i personally i don't like the stuff that's abrasive on me like i i think that um there's things that happen underneath your skin you don't see immediately but then down months down the road you you see that that collagen regrowth and those cells um Mm -hmm. those pores come back together so i'm trying to say so, yes. um, well, I, and honestly, I learned something too was that it takes what is it? What did I say? One syringe filler per decade mm-hmm. to get started in filling your face back up of the volume that you have lost. So, Crystal's 40. Yeah. And so she would need four at minimum. Just to get started. Just to get started. Yeah. And to maintain is about a third of that, but maybe a third to a half. But yeah. Honestly, like if you're thinking about it, you, your original investment might be a little bit, but then after that, it's not as much to maintain. But I think people get scared at that number and mm-hmm. they think, oh my gosh, it's so much. But remember, it's only a packet of ketchup. Yeah. So, you know, you can 
spread that out and it will look really nice. Yeah. Yeah. And it is an investment in the beginning. Um, and then you do have to maintain it. But uh, for me to, to age backwards, oh, it's I'm, worth it. I'm all in. Yeah. <laughs> all in. This is what I live for. My husband hunts and he spends all this money on duck hunting and baseball. Not me. I spend all my money on myself. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nate. No, I do share. That's not true. And my kids, myself and my kids. Yeah, I was going to say, you have to definitely have to spend it on your kids for sure, too. Oh, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about weight loss. So let me back up again, back to the filler side. You know, if there's ever a question or you're interested in um, a brand that we don't offer, we'd love to personally talk to you about it in the most simple terms that are available and I will tell you there's not anything out there that we have not tried on ourselves and there's there's a reason that we only sell Juvederm and Restylane now so okay so moving on let's talk about weight loss and semaglutide who has heard about semaglutide so um, when we started this business weight loss was something else that I wanted to add in Um, and uh, actually a client of mine who had went to another med spa had started telling me about peptides and was like um, telling me about compounding pharmacies and gave me some information. And so I started looking into all this other side of the wellness business and industry. And that led us into learning about semaglutide when you really started hearing about it on TikTok and stuff. We, Amanda and I had already been on it for several months Mm and um, we're testing the waters with it. And I'm down actually two more pounds today. So 48 pounds. This dress is a small petite that I bought yesterday. Well, I was going to tell you you look really skinny today when you walked in, but my husband told me I look like a farmer's wife. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I bought two of these dresses and they're this like midi flow at the bottom. And he was like, that's not you. I've never seen you in anything like that. I'm like, it's because I couldn't fit into it. <laughs> so I have legitimately went from a size 12 large, um, creeping up on an extra large to a small. And even my tops and I got big boobs, girls. And I haven't lost a inch in my boobs. Um, which I think is kind of wild, right? It is wild, yeah. Yeah, like my, so, I mean, I, my, my size around has changed. Yeah. So I went from wearing 38s to 34 around mm-hmm. my, like, circumference. Too, exactly. Yeah, but my boobs, my cup size is still a D. Huh. Hasn't changed, which I can't wear in a small bikini top. I did find that out. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's not working. Um, But yeah, so semaglutide is, um, it's it's compounded. We get it at a compound pharmacy. It's a a type of insulin and you take it with a needle um, in your stomach is where I take mine at every week. Actually, I haven't taken it now in like two weeks. Oh, really? Dropping weight. Yeah. Wow. Um, People ask me that all the time, but I'm like, it's just like any other diet plan. Yeah. If you don't change your life, then it could come back. It might not, though. Yeah. I feel like we lost it slow enough that maybe it might mm-hmm. not come back. Yeah. And, um, mine's not coming back. No, I, was just I, I got rid of all my fat clothes. Cause yeah. Mine is not coming back. I am not going down that road of feeling no. like that again. I was in large to extra large everything and now I'm small to extra small in fact my small scrubs are starting to get too big and I'm like yes this is amazing that's so wild it's expensive though it's expensive to lose weight your clothes alone like my garage is full of size 12 oh you have like lots of nice clothes not only wear leggings and scrubs (laughs) but you know I mean I can't imagine just replacing those alone it's like oh my gosh yeah 
but worth it because you're so happy to be in the yeah. clothes that you're in at yeah. that point. Yeah. So some some med spas sell uh, semaglutide by the shot or needle, I guess. We mm-hmm. actually sell it by the whole vial. So when you come in and do a free consult, if you're a candidate for it and we order it for you, you actually get the whole vial because it is prescribed to you. Mm-hmm. That will last you when you first start on it. I think it would last me at least two months when I first yeah. started until I had to go up in my dose on it. In the beginning, so I started it last August. In the beginning, I was nauseous a lot, but I have a weak, weak soul when it comes to medication. Mm -hmm. So you were different. You didn't have any of that. But you tried it before me and you told me to eat when I take my shot. And that's, I did. And so I never got nauseous. And that is a huge thing. That was the first day I ever took it. I threw up the next morning. I was so sick that day. Couldn't hardly get out of the bed. But then the next week when I took the shot, I ate a lot that day. Just, I was like, I'm going to get a lot of stuff didn't eat the first day either. And so I think that was a huge part of it. But we also recommend that um, that people that are that are on this shot, it curbs your appetite. It's going to slow your intestines down so you're not, um, you feel full for longer. Um, but you start to watch what you eat. I do believe that as a society, we have become so accustomed to getting these huge, large plates of food. Mm-hmm. And so while it is about what you eat, like guys, I hate French fries. I hate chicken nuggets. Yeah. Like I'm a window girl. Actually. And, but I don't eat very much of it. Right. But I also know that when I eat super clean and take the shot, I drop way faster mm-hmm. than I do when I'm not eating super clean. Yeah. Um, but you can still lose weight. So if you don't have a mindset of wanting to lose weight and just eat right, you can do this um, and it will get your mindset there for you, I believe. Yeah. But you also have to know that when you get off the shot, you're going to keep those portions small or yes. you're going to eat more healthy things yes. in larger quantities. Or you will probably gain it back. Oh, yeah. But. And, I, and I've, I've seen some patients that have um, actually stopped losing because they're not eating at all. And, like, your body will go yeah. into starvation mode. So you do have to make sure that you are getting nutrients in your body. Yes, um, yes. I believe in um, there's several programs out there that, that – tell this concept of no carbs after 5 p.m. You can have healthy carbs during the day, you know, your fruits, your grains, you know, things that are good for you. Um, And if you incorporate this, we actually have this on our website, but if you incorporate this plan into the shot as well, you're going to lose, you're going to see a much higher success rate with your weight loss and faster as well. So no, so my, my philosophy on this is no carbs after five o'clock is what I did for the first, like, eight months, I guess. No fried foods at all. Didn't do any fried foods. Unless it was like a couple of... That's why you're down 45 and only down 35. A couple of French fries off Nico's plate. Oh, yeah, yeah, girl. But I changed my drinking habits and, uh, you know, I don't drink wine at all anymore. Yeah, I've heard that from a lot of people. Yeah, wine actually makes me not feel great. And so I just don't drink it at all anymore. I have turned to vodka and soda water and some kind of flavor when I do drink. But for me, the the no carbs after five o'clock eating you know clean and healthy during the day and whatever you wanted to pretty much and keeping your protein up like every diet plan tells you and there's a reason it is true you need to get that protein in for me i have to have at least 100 grams i think it is yeah 100 grams of protein a day and water and water like we've had patients not drinking any water at all and we have seen the ones losing the fastest are drinking a lot of water there's flavors skinny flavors you can put in your water there's hydration tablets you can get and put in there to mm-hmm. fizz them up if you like or that you can come see us for a 
Abby. Yeah, we can we actually help a lot. Yeah, IV hydrations will kind of flush your system out and they help uh, with the weight loss journey as well. Um, and then some some women especially need to have their hormones checked. Um, you know, we've had instances where women can't lose at all, even with the shot. And part of that is that they weren't eating to begin with. So the shot curbed their appetite, but it's still they weren't you know, they still weren't eating. Um, and it really came down to finding out that their hormones were way out of whack and getting their hormones right, um, helps get the pounds off as well. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, Amanda and I have like, I feel like we completely like transformed since last summer. Like, and it feels amazing. It does. It so makes life so much happier. Yeah. Which is sad to think that your way could do that, but it does. Let's be honest. It makes Yeah, I just you don't feel feel good good. about yourself. You don't want to go places. You Mm -hmm. want to do stuff because your clothes don't look good or they don't fit. And when you feel good, like, you know, I would have used to never send it like pictures like that one I said one of they make fun of me because I actually am the worst patient I don't drink water and so the two nurse practitioners are always like Amanda have you had your water and so there was a my boyfriend had a backpack from the military that was like a where you can drink the water from the backpack and so I sent a picture to them and it was like so cute because I had on like these leggings and this short crop top that and honestly like I would have um, never done that before. But, you know, total, we, like, I've lost 35, you lost 45. I'm 48 today. I'm sorry, 48 48 today. (laughs) So, I mean, we've lost a child. Yeah, we really have. It's so crazy. All right. Well, Amanda, I appreciate you coming in and recording this. I want everybody to end that follows me to get to know you as well. Um, and our story, I think, means a lot. And there's women out there that want to open a business and they're just scared. And bottom line is, is that you're going to have obstacles. Yes. But get over your fears, like get over your money fears, get over the fears and just manifest it. What are you going to do? Put it, put a plan out there and work towards it. And you can make anything you want happen in life. Mm -hmm. You know, it's been a positive experience, um, but don't get me wrong. There's been some, (laughs) there's been some true heartache as well. Negativity. (laughs) Yeah. Your staff is crucial. We have such a great staff now. I love our team. One girl Chelsea that runs everything and we couldn't we couldn't yeah. do without her and our nurse practitioners Chelsea Chelsea and Kara they're wonderful amazing yeah and Becca who does our front and she's an esthetician too yeah and then of course there's me yeah and, and then there's me behind the scenes and then Crystal's there but you just don't see her yeah I'm not really there I, I do the marketing and business side so but we've all become a family and I think that's important oh yeah because you like going to work and so I think and when you're hiring your staff just make sure you look for that yeah, look for people that you can get along with and hang out, hang out with outside of work. Um, because if they're not people like that, they're not going to fit into your plan and your mm-hmm. idea um, of what you want. And get rid of negativity. If it happens, cut it. Get rid of it. I don't care. Don't hold on to it for any reason whatsoever. I've seen it in both of my businesses. If it's there, cut it out. I promise you, you will find somebody else. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to end with that today. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Southern Flair. I appreciate your support and would love to hear your feedback as we continue to grow this. I want this podcast to be an interactive experience. So I encourage you to like and follow my Facebook group, Southern Flair with Crystal Geist to engage in discussions about today's episode.